Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely wife, Miss Southern Shell. And we got a guest today, Shell, Mr. Eric Lee, the fire dancer. What's going on, everybody? Uh, thanks for coming by, Eric. Uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by. You stopped by earlier this morning, and we cooked competition chicken. We did. We did. I mean, thanks for having me. It was a blast. Uh, really like what y'all got going on here. It's cool. Oh, we appreciate it, man. Yeah. I guess we go back. You're a Mississippi native, turns out, from Brandon. Is that where you are? Well, I, I wouldn't say native. I uh, was moved to, to Mississippi in Byram, right outside of Jackson. So <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I was forced to go to Mississippi, but okay. I, I left and went back up to Arkansas. So, well, no. we're, we're, we'll Come still on, claim you since you're yeah. kicking, <laughs> since, since you cook so good. I'm telling everybody you're from Mississippi. There you go. Uh, there you go. But you've been, um, man, I guess we met each other out doing barbecue competitions. KCBS, right? We did. We did. I, I, I think the first memory I have is we were over at Ashland, Mississippi, uh, and the fire ants were running crazy over there. I think that's the first time we actually spent, and that's been seven, eight years ago, uh, when we sat there and, and just fought fire ants all day long. And I remember it, man. <laughs> I think that was, if it was, that was one of the fairgrounds ones when they had it there, wasn't it? With one port of John. Yeah. With one <laughs> for the whole, for the whole contest and everybody there. Everybody, yeah. The carnival people and everything, right? It's crazy. It was crazy. Good times, though. Good times. I miss that contest, man. That was one of the first ones that we started doing KCBS-wise, and it had been around a long time. They had a couple over there, if I remember right. Yeah, right. we but did the one in the spring, too. They have one, like, they called the Ashland Spring Fest, and it was, like, on down on the corner down there in, the, in this dirt field. Yeah. And then they had the uh, – that's the one with the fire ants, wasn't it? Then they had the one at the fairgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's where it was. And they were, yeah, it was a long, long time ago. Long time ago. Yes. We've, we've been, we've both had some good luck there. And we've, you've got more hair than I had back then. And mine's, <laughs> yours are still dark. Mine's turned gray. There you, you know. go. Uh, don't look too close. Don't look too close. <laughs> Shell brings that up to me all the time. But, uh, so the, the video this week, we're going to talk about competition chicken. Yeah. And yeah. it seems like when we're out cooking KCBS contests, at least in our area, whenever you're there, we're chasing you and chicken. So yeah, you've gotten, you're always, Usually top five, but if you're not top five, you're top ten. Well, something's wrong with the judges if it's not top five <laughs> yeah. or top Most ten. Most time I, it's first. We're, we're yeah. always right there together, though, so yeah. don't sell yourself too short on that. But. I think we are strong in chicken. That's one of our stronger <laughs> categories, but you are always up there. Oh, I asked you, you know, we were talking, and you 200 contests, is that what you're approaching? Yeah, yeah. The, this wow. is Royal Weekend, uh, so the the open, which I guess it's Sunday, that'll be my number two hundred KCBS, which wow. is crazy. And uh, when you go look at those, what's what's been your strongest category yeah, over chicken. all those? Chickens been in chicken by far. Brisket's right behind it. But and, and as we were talking about earlier, my cook revolves around chicken. I everything kind of goes how chicken goes and if there's a high call on chicken it's usually going to be a pretty good day so. that's what we say so goes chicken so goes the contest that's right man. that's right you're, you're not pe- gonna win unless you get a chicken a lot of people throw that you know throw chicken out i guess because it's just it doesn't take as long to cook and it's the first one they're worried about the big meats and all that but you can't you can't overlook no. that chicken and and i think a lot of people overthink it too uh, uh they, 
way overthink it. Kind of like building a box. Uh, I think a lot of people overbuild a box, just my opinion on it. Uh, you're not going to see the green in the box, but uh, if you do too much to the chicken, you're going you're gonna to hurt yourself, just like anything, but oh, yeah. especially chicken. I've, uh, I'll judge, and I've seen it where, you know, the chicken gets lost in the garnish. Yeah. They're overbuilding it, and, you know, they're cutting the pieces down way too small. Right. doesn't even look like chicken at that point. No, no, no. And when I judged, I'm a judge, and when I judged, uh, I would – score down if it didn't look like chicken so uh, mine, mine looks like chicken tastes like chicken acts like chicken so with your recipe let's talk about the recipe a little bit sure. you um <clears throat> it's it's kind of a pretty standard uh competition recipe where you you know you put the rub on it put it in a pan you get some smoke on it put it on some put some butter but what makes it unique is the seasonings that you developed over the years to, to turn it to turn it into your chicken rub now um that really gives it some good savory notes and that balances with the sweet and tangy sauce you put on it right. and, and the smoke. I mean, I thought it was – that was what makes it – I see why that chicken does well Good. because when you bite into it, you get a great, great-tasting piece of chicken that's balanced all the way through. All those elements are there. And, and that's where you want to be. Uh, if it's too spicy and sometimes you – know, sometimes it'll be a little too spicy and you're going to – you're going to – get half the table that doesn't like it. So trying to hit, everybody says middle of the road, but that's, that's where I came up with the, the chicken rub. And I use it, I use it on my vending trailer. I've got a vending trailer as well on when I do holiday turkeys and, and uh, use it on some fish as well. There's some citrus, there's some lemon, there's, there's a lot going on there with it. And I wanted to get down to one rub and you know, that's where we are now. I Instead just kind of bringing three to, to do chicken. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I kind of stumbled into to this whole rub business. Uh, so, so, you know, here we are with it and it's, it's been scoring. Uh, uh, I know it scored very well this past weekend at the contest I was at. Mine didn't score as high, so uh, it's always good when when somebody wins with with your product, right. and, uh, especially when when it's good people doing it. Hey, uh, we play that game too, man. It's, it, it it makes us if if we can't win, we want somebody else to win with it, right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, just you know, spread the wealth. Uh, yeah, you can't win them all. So, um, so you. Uh, we buy frozen chicken because that's the only option we have. But you said you stressed really, you stressed the fact that you use fresh, not frozen chicken. I, I do, I do, and I try. Uh, sometimes it happens to where they'll, where I place my order that it'll come in and they have to put it in the freezer or something, yeah. or there's some miscommunication. But maybe it matters, maybe it doesn't. I, I don't. I mean, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Uh, I do know that once once it's frozen and it's thawed out, there's a lot more of the the, the clear chicken juice in there, which I want to hold on to uh, when we're uh, when we're there. Like I said, looks like tics, chick looks like chicken, tastes like chicken. Uh, yeah, let's not get rid of what's there. No. So where are you getting your chicken locally? You That's, live in Arkansas now. I live in Arkansas. We we've got a good uh, local uh, uh, grocery store there that I've made friends with the meat market, and and he can he can order them in order them in for me, and I usually get it by the case when it comes in. I like I like the the air chilled chickens uh, that are out there. Uh, you know, Whole Foods has got some. Harps Harps carries a brand, and uh, even we've got what's called an Edwards Food Giant. They carry they carry a uh, uh, an air chilled chicken as well yeah. so is that like the bell and evans or the smart chicken you see or uh, and then and then the paula Deen, the blue uh, yeah. uh springer springer, yeah, Mountain. springer yeah, Mountain. yeah yeah all yeah. three yeah all three of so those it's a are, little bit higher you're paying it's not just like tyson no. or going going to sam's club and buying the big pack you know you know it's been froze yeah i i, I don't cook those uh actually last year 
when we were cooking in Jackson, there was a, a two day contest. And, uh, the first day I cooked thighs and, and I knew that, that drums had won. And I was like, well, I'm going to go get some drums, just see how those score. Went to Whole Foods, bought some Bell and Evans, cooked legs, and the first day scored higher than the second day. So it's, it's crapshoot when we're yeah. doing this, but, but yeah, I like, I like the non frozen fresh, uh, air chilled air chilled brands when they come in. So when you get a case of it, are you sorting it for size or anything at, at home before a contest? I, I do. Uh, it's gotten, it's gotten pretty bad to where I can grab, I cook thighs. Uh, that's, I've played around with, with drums a little bit, but, uh, I'll cook the thighs. I can grab them in, in the, the four packs that they come in and tell which ones have a little more meat to it. Uh, try to get the same size. Doesn't always work out the same way, but I'll go through, I'll go through a case to get down to 16. Uh, and then, you know, try to get six, six in the box. And you're doing all that trimming and sorting at home, right? At home, at home. I like to do it <clears> in the middle of the week. So when I get to a contest, I want to have everything done as much as I can. Uh, it's getting harder and harder these days, but usually I would have everything trimmed, come in, get the meat inspected. And uh, I want to go back to a hotel by five or six o'clock after, after dinner and be in bed by eight or nine. So let's walk through this chicken schedule then. So in the video, the first thing we did was was trimmed it, and you'd already done that at home. I've done that at home. Do yeah. a, I don't, I don't, I I call it a non-aggressive trim because oh, you, didn't, yeah. you didn't, you didn't scrape, yeah, you mm-hmm. didn't take the skin off and scrape all the fat. You dig didn't, out those veins underneath. That, yeah, yeah. If it, it, uh, it, I want it to look like chicken. I leave the knuckles on. I think if you pop those knuckles off, you're setting yourself up to get some blood in there yeah. or some. Mm-hmm. I've had it happen to us. Yeah, or even some some bone shavings that you know might pop off mm-hmm. into some of the meat around there if you don't get it. I just I just let it look like chicken. So you just cut the little oyster piece off that's up there, the kind of little nugget, and then square up the sides, and then take the fat off, and that was it. Take the fat off. Then there's one little one little cartilage pack down there on the bottom of one of the knuckles that I I try to trim trim off. But if it doesn't come off, that's fine. They shouldn't be eating down there anyway. So, so <laughs> once you get your meat inspection at the contest, the chicken stays in the cooler until what time? What time are you getting it out and start? I use it about four. I get started. I, I cook on a offset jambo, so I, I'll light my fire around four o'clock, and that's when I'll 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 get chicken arranged, and I cook in the pans. Uh, so I'll arrange it in the pans. Put put a little dry put put a layer of rub on there, so it can kind of get a little dry brine on the bottom on the on the bottom on yeah, the skin bottom, side down in the pan. Yep, yep, Let yep, that yep. sit for several hours. Several hours. Several hours, and then then. Uh, about three hours before I put it on, it, it stays in a cooler, uh, with ice. Uh, and about three hours before I put the chicken on, then I'm, then I'm, uh, putting some rub on there and injecting it and setting it up the way it's going to sit in the, in the turn-in box. And uh, you're using just the, the butch, butcher's bird booster chicken? Butcher's the bird original, booster. Yeah. Yeah. The original. I've always, always, uh, been hooked on that uh for for a while when i first started competing i didn't i didn't inject or brine or anything with it just cooked with it and it it scored but uh as competition has has changed now you got to hit them with that one bite wonder you ever tried the honey or the chipotle i tried i tried the uh uh oh what's the the fire the uh, open pit? No, that's it's, it's got an open pit. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of like the the rotisserie. The rotisserie, rotisserie yeah, the rotisserie. Yeah. yeah, I've tried the rotisserie, but I've just I've gone back to the the original regular, yeah. original way it is. We've but, been using the honey for a while. I like it. It's kind of still got the chicken. You know, the, the original is great 
great chicken flavor. And I think that's what you're using it for, to put some more moisture in there to get those phosphates to retain some of the natural moisture right. and then to make it taste like chicken. Exactly. You exactly. don't soup it up or, or anything, use apple juice. Just or, uh, right uh, the way he mixes it. I'll, I'll mix up about 10 or 11 ounces to, so package directions. to to the to the one instructions. Scoop. It's one scoop, I think. One of his, it? yeah. He's got he's got it pre measured out. I yeah. think it winds up being three three and a half tablespoons. Uh, it's yeah. in there. Yep. And so it gets injected, and you reseason the top, and just let it hang out. Let it hang out. Let it hang out for about an hour before I put it on the pit, uh, and then then kiss it. Uh, kiss it a little bit for about 30, 45 minutes with smoke. Cover it up, butter it up, and let let it run. Do you have a favorite wood that you're that you're burning most of the time? Or you- I favor I favor peach, uh, but you know, pecan. It's it's really preference that you've got there. Peach is a little milder. It doesn't put any extra color on it. Uh, I know we ran we ran some oak uh, or hickory today, yeah, yeah. and it, it came it tasted out. great. It I tasted thought, good. I thought the flavor was good. It wasn't but, over. You know, sometimes some cookers you burn that much hickory, and you're thinking it's going to be strong. No. But that chicken, it didn't happen. I mean, it was just uh, you knew it had yeah. smoke, but you could. I don't think anybody would say, "Oh, that's hickory." No, no, it, it, and it ran. It ran clean enough to where it didn't. It, it it's usually a little bit darker than what I'm usually cooking with the peach because yeah. it's not getting that heavier smoke on it. But uh, it, it doesn't really matter. Any milder type wood, I think, uh, but it's it's not getting a lot of smoke as well. So, so what I thought was unique about your recipe was that you didn't start with butter to begin with. Now, I know we always do. We always put our butter in there, and a lot of people do. But I like the fact that you just had the chicken in there so it could absorb that smoke around it. And then you come back when it's time to wrap to get that extra bit of rich fat in there to really cook it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You, and you use just margarine too. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've tried using some of the, the heavy fat butters that were out there. And, we use and like Kelly. Kerry Gold. Kerry Gold, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, there's one, I can't remember what that is. It's, it's a heavy, heavy, uh, heavy, heavy fat content. Seems to leave a mark on it yeah. uh, the way, because I put the pats on top of so butter on top of it, and that was that was good too because we've always tried to put it around. But you made sure that that skin had that fat on it; and it melted down. It was about a tablespoon, I'd say, on That's, each one. It is, it is, and you know, sometimes it'll run off, but it makes me feel better when I put one. Yeah, on you know it was there. there. You don't know what it does once <laughs> yeah. you cover the lid on it, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I might bump it, and they all fall off. But it, but it gives you like a pre-measured amount. You know, you're putting the same amount of butter in every pan of chicken you make because you're put sticking to that one pat. On top, and, and that's that's the deal. When I say my cook revolves around chicken, I'm doing the same thing every time uh, with chicken. I'll bounce around on some of the other categories, but but chicken, it's going to be the same time, same so, thing every so time. So when you get the lid locked down on it, you shut the cooker back down. You're still running, tick over 300, and then you just walk away for an hour and a half. Got to, or I'll I'll find something to do and. And, and that's dress it up. Time. That's time to go have have a, have a cold beverage. That's that's when everybody's doing their good luck shots. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I make sure I hit as many of those as I can. So. <laughs> Get in the right frame of got, mind. Got to, got to. And right before I say it was ten minutes, I get about an hour and twenty into the covered process. That's when you warmed up your sauce. It is. Put it your is. rack on the grate, which was a great idea. Yeah, we've never. Done I've that. never seen that. Yeah, yeah. And I just stumbled into that because. I just put it on there with the sauce one time thinking, well, I don't want to open the lid twice. So that was just one quick yeah. drop of the, of, of the lid. Cause I want to keep that, I want to keep that heat going. Well, do you have other meats on there? 
you know, at a regular KCBS contest at rib, that point. Yeah, rib, ribs will usually yeah. come off right when I'm about to, to do that, but everything else is off. Yeah. Uh, that's the beauty of, of running those jambos. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, they're made for that. They're scream. I'm screaming hot and uh, it's a little different than, than some, but you kind of have to have that with, with, with those big meats like that and chicken. Well, so once you see that, you know, that hour and a half's up, you're strictly going by time. When you feel it, you can kind of tell that the chicken's tender, wanting to come off the bone pretty much. It wouldn't take much effort. You're dunking it in the salt, the warm sauce, getting it on the rack, and then letting it just sit and glaze, right? We have let it sit until it has that color I'm looking for. And, and we talked about this. I've got a playlist that I've had for seven years uh, since I've been doing doing the competition. And I know when the next song comes on when – I need to take the chicken off. Chicken's probably done. It's, it's, it it better be (laughs) done. Uh, uh, and it goes all the way through the whole cook. Are you pushing it like right to the turn in window to get that chicken off? I I like to go a little bit early just because I'm a one man show. Uh, and, and, and if, if I fall behind, I want to have that extra cushion, uh, on the back end instead of for, for chicken. Right. So, so I usually try to hit the front end. It'll it'll be done about ten minutes for the turn in window. Five minutes for the turn so in window. So that's pretty pretty yeah, close. close. You're not you're not giving any any time to mess time, up. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah, I've got my eight there. So it's really gonna come down to which two do I not want to put in the box. So I've it's it's done when I when I do when I set the sauce. So you kinda know when you're doing sixteen pieces that this is pan A, this is the one I wanna get my six best from. Right. And then the others are just in case Oh crap! Something goes wrong, right? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. If I drop, uh, thank goodness I yeah. hadn't dropped one. But if yeah. if I happen to drop my my grate, I've got those there. Uh, they're still cooking on the side. They haven't been they haven't been set with sauce. But I've got I can salvage. A oh, box. you usually don't you don't uh, set all sixteen. I, I set eight. That's yeah. it. Oh, okay. I'd, I'd like so to you do s- cut it close. I'd, I'd like to do six, <laughs> but I, I'm not brave enough yet. Do you yeah. taste one before you turn mm-hmm. it in. I, I don't. I don't. I wait. I turn in. I come back. I'll, I'll mess with ribs a little bit, and then I, I try to time it when the judges are taking a bite, yeah. and then I'll take a bite and see. Uh, and that's it. That's uh, that's that, that's chicken. I, so what it is is what it is. There's no testing or tuning at the it, very last minute. It, it, it's over with. Yeah. And, and I judged for a few years before I started competing, and uh, I'd, I'd rather have some pork skins or or something else to go along <laughs> with the cold beverages <laughs> while instead of instead of some of the the barbecue you're tasting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that, but I think I mean somebody could take that recipe and go out and be ready to compete in KCBS chicken. Yes, so. I agree. If, yeah. if if they've got the discipline, I'll say yeah. that, and, and that's hard. It that's seems hard so. You make it look a lot easier than that's, it really is. I, I guarantee. When you say it. the discipline, you mean to not mess with it and jack with it? I, I think that I think that hour and a half of constant heat is 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 key. Uh, covered and rendering that covered, chicken. Yeah, yeah. That's what gets it done. And that's what's, you know, that we usually, and I may, I may adjust my timeline now. I hadn't cooked chicken since you've done that, but we were, we were to the process. We were doing an hour wrapped and sometimes we would fight the skin and that's why we got to where we were spending the extra time scraping it and all that. And, you know, of course we were, we usually temp it and you get readings and they're all over the place because this chicken been cooked in butter like that. It never gives you accurate. Yeah, because yeah. you can temp it and it'll be 195, and then you take it out of the butter and it drops to 155, and you'll never get it back up to to 170. There's no way to get it back up there. I've tried, and so it, it's it's you know chicken's one of those things, man. It makes you make it look easy, but it's really it's really awesome. not. Back to what I said, <laughs> overthinking. Yeah. That's, yeah. If I ever probe a piece of chicken, it, that 
That'll be the end of me. Then yeah. I've been off. <laughs> so I'll, you never, you, I, I never you have lose a thermal pen for never have. I've, and I've done a few classes in the past, and and that's one of the questions you usually get. Well, what temperature is like? I don't know. Yeah, you you can try it, but I'm. I'm staying away. From worried that. about the temperature in that time. That's, huh? that's uh, time and ten. Well, with size, you can take them up, you know, to over 200 degrees and still be juicy. Still, you know, have the tenderness and especially when you shoot them yeah. with the butchers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, these are over well over 200. Yeah. yeah. So especially we should have tipped one just because I, no, I, I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't let you. You wouldn't let me. No, I wouldn't let you. I wouldn't You'd let you. Well, he had a thing. Uh, you told me you don't like to poke them. You don't right. let any of that juice out. So you want to you want to retain as much as you can. Tail flipping them. You're not poking them with a thermal mm-hmm. the thermal pin or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just let it go. Yeah. No. And win first place. Uh, <laughs> get hopefully, you, get you a chicken check. Hopefully, hopefully that she makes the ride home easier. Too. It does. <laughs> so, what else about the video show? You got any other questions? Well, normally I say, "What would you do different?" But. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that is one. He don't do. And, and, I, and yeah, I guarantee you that's one reason why you've been so successful in chicken is that you don't change. Yes. I think the biggest problem that um, some people get into is they start chasing stuff. You know, they get a bad score and they, and, and let's say ribs, and then they start, well, so-and-so uses this rub, and they start trying to incorporate that, and then they... You're not calling me out, are you? <laughs> no, she's calling me. She's calling me out because that's Pretty what I'm doing. Oh, are you doing that? Yeah, now? I'm chasing yeah. ribs right now. Every week, I, I, I haven't had the same recipe. Yeah. So you're going against your your Myself. own preaching. Yeah. 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 You know better, man. Everybody you know better. I know does I know. that. They won't change this weekend though. I'm on a run with with what I've got. What you got? So you cooking that recipe at the Royal and the Invitational this oh, week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that, you know my setup. I've got basically one one little pan with my rubs in there. One one box. With whatever I use, paper products, foil pans, and everything else, and uh, if I don't have it, I'm I'm making sure I find out who my friends really are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I leave a rub at home, yeah, so. yeah, nothing wrong with that, man. That's what barbecue's about. It is, it is. So you mentioned earlier, and this is what we wanted to also talk to you about while you're visiting with us was um, your vending food truck that you started out. You're a full-time barbecue man now. I'm, I'm full-time now. I was in corporate America for a little over 24, 25 years. Yeah. Uh, as with corporate America, things change. And, and there were some, I was helping my folks with some, some health things going on and uh, the time was right. So I bought me, I bought me a 24 foot uh, vending trailer, put a old hickory, old hickory double wide on the back of it. Uh, started setting up around where I'm at in central Arkansas there. And, uh, Two or three days a week, I'm vending and catering and uh, doing that and then competing as long as I can on the weekends uh, yeah. to do that as well. So that, that that's driving your competition hobby? <laughs> well, yeah. Yes, it is. And that's actually how I got into the rub game. I, I, I was uh, not going to use what we do on the competition trail with all the different layers and everything else, and I wanted to settle on one rub. Well, it's for, too expensive. It is. If it, you were if you were to take all the stuff that we were that we do at a competition and try to translate that to a food business, your, your profit's gone. Fifty dollars no. cyber ribs. Yeah, you know? you'll have <laughs> you'll you'll have good food, but uh, yeah. you, you won't sell it to anybody. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and that's where I came up. I've got a chicken. I've got a rib, or not a rib, a chicken and a pork, and then I've got a salt pepper kind of all purpose as well. Oops. Hey. Hey. There you go. Did somebody like the rubs? You hear that yeah, kick in? Dinner's ready. <laughs> and those are, those are seasonings that 
you use on the food truck as well as competition. I use, I use them daily on the food truck and, and catering when I'm doing everything, and I'm using them on the weekends in competition. I'm not going to say I'm strictly using them in competition, but uh, there's not far away from if I might add, you know, an extra little enhancement or get a get a back end heat from something else but yeah. but but I, so i'm using them using them on the food truck yeah i mean if you're going to sell it you got to stand behind it that's yeah. it that's exactly right that's it. And, and, with it. my mentality was if nobody buys it i'll uh i'll, I'll use it on food truck yeah. no. so when you started started the food truck business did you go out and take any barbecue classes for, for business wise or find you a mentor that kind of help you along the way or did you just jump in i, I jumped in i had a pretty good idea i i in college, I was in the restaurant business, waiting tables, and and, and kind of knew that nuance of it. But I'm pretty much a one man show. Uh, I'm I'm acquiring the product. I'm, it's just you, just I mean, me. Yeah, yeah nobody yeah, helps yeah. you. Uh, yeah, I'm cooking it. My wife and daughter, which is our team as well, uh, when they're around, they help. Uh, but uh, my daughter was home. Is that why she moved college. to Baton Rouge? Yeah, that's, that's why. That's why she took off. <laughs> Uh, she came back for a week from studying. Put her to work on the food so truck. I put her on there, and she she liked those tips for a little while. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, my wife's a different story. She's her quote is, "I've already been to my day job." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I understand. Yeah. I get that. I hear that." But but yeah, it's usually me. I'm I'm getting the product. I'm cooking it. I'm prepping it. I'm setting up. I'm getting gas for the generator. And you have no employees. None. So wow. I've got questions wow. on all that I want to talk about. Sure. sure. Um, when you first started, like what kind of uh, licenses and, and, and local regulations did you have to, what would it take? I mean, every state's different, so it doesn't apply to everybody. But in Arkansas, what would you go through? Yeah, how did you uh, find out what to do? It, it's yeah. – it, <laughs> I wish there was a manual or someplace yeah. to go that you could find out. But when you're working with, with different counties or different cities and different states, you've got a, you've got a hierarchy of, of what you have to get for a permit for this. And then there's A&P commissions where they want uh, everything else. It's just, it's pretty much trial and error. The health department will, will help guide you to a certain extent, but it's really up to you. You, I had to, uh, once I ordered the trailer, you have to, to map out the trailer, send it in to the state. They send an inspector out. They want to make sure it's, it's health department certified. Once you get that stamped then you're free to, you're free to open up. And, and so that's up. your license. That, did, that's, you, did you have to go take like the surf safe class? And get, we don't have to in Arkansas. Really? Uh, yeah, we don't have, I think it's a good idea for everybody. Yeah. Just so you so you don't make anybody sick, right? Right, and and you want to you want to make sure you're within those guidelines because that's the last thing you want to do is make anybody sick, especially when you're setting up in smaller communities. Last thing you want to do is 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 make the Sunday school teacher sick, right? Yeah, uh, everybody uh, knows real quick. Well, <laughs> you know, find another business when, when you're depending on word of mouth to for you know people to tell them about, about your business or to go eat your barbecue. Sure. The first time you get somebody sick, it's it. Your that's, business is done, so. and that's just not good. I mean, yeah. that, that's that's just not the way I, I operate. I cook I cook it fresh every. Every every service I do, and I usually do about two or three a week when I'm opening the the retail window for mm-hmm. it. I, I, it's fresh food. I might freeze it and then warm it up, but it's it's not going to go longer than than a couple of days. So did you have to go get a tax number for? 
tax purpose, sales tax, and all that in Arkansas? It, it, it's a good idea to, to to get your tax number. That way you don't have to pay sales tax at some of the big box stores when you're buying. Uh, yeah. and, and it helps if you're buying, you know, within the state products. Like my rub comes from, from towns and uh, well, Shane. I think you had Shane yeah. and Lawson here. Yeah. Oh, no, Shane, Shane and Lawson are great guys. They've, they've been great to work with. Uh, you also have to get uh, where I'm at, you have to get a city uh, advertising and promotion permit. And then you have to pay the taxes to the city, and then you've got to pay state taxes. And then so they're coming at you from all sides. They're coming. They're coming everywhere, and that's that's partly why I'm the only employee. Because once you start whittling away at that profit, uh, I, I, I'm at the point now, and I've been saying this for about a year. I need to get some help, but yeah. I still hadn't got any yet. <laughs> so, but if I want to amp it up and take it up a couple couple of levels, that's that's the way you have to do that. Yeah. So start when you when you're talking about starting out, did you go open accounts at uh, like certain purveyors like Cisco or U.S. Foods or something? Or you- I, I did. Uh, the first thing, uh, this is a spinoff from the the competition team. And if if you're a team that's getting hit with 1099s, you need to LLC or incorporate quick because that's the easiest way to kind of get under that umbrella. So I had all that set up. I was ready for that. So it was a little easier to go set these accounts up because they want to make sure you've got your tax ID number and you've got a bank account tied to it and everything else. And, but I've mainly been going to will call windows. We've got Benny Keith over there, the uh, PFG and Cisco, uh, Benny Keith and, and, uh, uh, PFG are my main two suppliers. They've got, they've got pretty good products and they want to make sure everything's set up. I go to the will call. Instead of since I'm a mobile location, they won't deliver to a retail or a retail address. So and in Arkansas, mm-mm. you can be fully sufficient on your truck. You don't have to have that commissary or that kitchen tied to you. Exactly, I'm I'm totally self-contained. Uh, and we're there. I've got a generator in the back of the truck, and that runs everything. So that's, well, that's good. So you can go wherever you want and be ready to set up shop anytime, anytime. It's always great to have power and water and everything there, but it. it if if you need to get up and go or if you got another event that evening, you know, shut down about two and then head on over to one that's gonna open at five, that that makes it that makes it easier. Well let's let's talk about some of the equipment you needed to start up with. When you first I mean, I know you probably had this, you said you mentioned the double wide old hickory um in the trailer. What else did it what else did it take you to get started to be able to, to vend? It, it it's uh you have to have everything. I mean you need you need the to go the to go the to go pans the I cook everything in in like hard pans because it gets real expensive if you use the throwaway yeah, yeah. full pans every one of those adds up fifty cents here That's, and there yeah got to have everything and I mean you got to have bag I put bags and napkins and forks in with every order of mine and that all has to be factored into the cost of what you're you're putting yep. out as well but I mean everything you're basically building a business from scratch. So you bought refrigeration, free freezers, or when I built out the trailer, I had a, I had a refrigerator put in the trailer, but it of course didn't work when it got there. So it took me six months to get that fixed. But I've got refrigerators and freezers, luckily lining my garage or home uh, with with that's that's kind of my that's kind of my base location of throw everything in the garage and it's easy to get to. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's where you're going into the day. You're going that's, back home and parking, right? It is. It is. Yeah. Park it. That's I, I, luckily I've got enough room at my, my house. I can plug it in and uh, I've got a, a 50 amp plug into the house. So plug it in and let it go. But I also bought uh, a CVAP. It's a warming cabinet. Yeah. I was going to say you probably have to have a warmer to hold something that's safe to above 140. That's while you're holding. Right. Yeah. 
have the, and I load that up. I can measure out how much, depending on the location I'm going to be at of what I know I'm going to sell and have it in there. And then I also use, I bought some of the little uh, full pan uh, steam, uh, water steam, like uh, Vulcan, because once once I get to a location, it's basically I'm a I've turned into a, a, a concession stand. Everything's done. Yeah, yeah. It better be done with barbecue. Yeah, because you don't have. Yeah, it better be because you're ready to serve <laughs> as soon as you open the window. And it's me. I'm I'm alone on the trailer, so I'm taking the money. I'm ringing it up. I'm fixing the product. And you know, a lot of times that's what people don't see. They think it's oh, I'm just going to set up and sell barbecue, but it's the hours that go into oh, to yeah. where you can even open your window to sell. That it that that's where the hard work comes in. I mean, it's yeah, it's fast paced when you're selling, slinging the barbecue out the window, but 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 all the time and all the energy it takes to go get the supplies, to cook all the food, to get it ready, to get to the location, man, that's hours right there. That's yeah, yeah, and it, and it adds up quick. Uh, and I think I think with doing so many competitions before I jumped into this, and you have to have a plan. You have to figure it out. If you just go into it, well, everybody likes my barbecue. I'm going to sell it. You're setting yourself up to fail. Uh, and you're going to, you're going to stress out your family. You're going to stress out your finances. I mean, you really have to have a business plan. And, and I had one going into it of, of where we were. So you kind of sit down and had that idea. You got to, you got to, or I mean, uh, it's it's I'm not sticking totally to the plan because I haven't hired anybody yet. Well, hey, it's flexible because it's just you, the boss. Yeah, yeah, I'm the boss. I can get mad at myself. And, uh, but but yeah, I mean, it. I love it. I love every bit of it. I sleep well at night. I mean, it's not yeah. it's not easy to do. Yeah. So, uh, so is it harder than you expected it to be? Or um, did you have a good idea? It, it, it's hard, but I knew it was going to be hard. It's just a matter of me finding that, you know, trusting, finding the right person to trust to let go of the brand that we built and everything else. Yeah. And that's 90% of everybody's problem. Right, right. Yeah, because it's you. It's your representation of you. That's right, right. right. So that you mentioned this earlier. How did you uh, figure out how when you first started how much meat you needed to buy for a service? How did you, how did you calculate all that or know if you were going to sell any? Um, you know, cause you got to do something with it if you don't sell it. So that's exactly right. I, I purposely cooked low because I wanted to run out and I wanted to build that buzz as well. I was like, well, better get there sold out. Uh, and the first place we set up was it, it was a high traffic area, but where I live, it's a bedroom community. So a lot of people weren't stopping for lunch and I was just setting up for lunch. Uh, so I would sell out every day. And then I got in with the Chamber of Commerce and we, we did some of the, they call it a taste of where you can go in and sample your food to yeah. people around the community and everything. And when I knew that was working was when, uh, some other people came by, they were like, sold out, sold out. So they had, they had already heard about us and the sold out was working. Yeah. And then it got gradually, uh, quicker after that. I mean, further after that, uh, when the volume picked up some, I had to cook a little bit more. So right now, right now with the volume that I'm at, I would rather sell out than hold on to some of it. So the, just going forward, you just kind of slowly add, speculate what you're going to do and then cook a little bit more. Or? And, and I'm a year and a half in and I can look, I keep notes on everything, every category of every competition and Everything. So I've got notes going back from what I did last year, and I kind of see when it's going to spike up. Uh, we're coming into football season, tailgating, so we'll get a little bit busier, and then the holidays. That's very, very smart. It's, yeah. It's, 
It's and, easy to forget about that kind of stuff when you're in the middle of slinging barbecue. It, yeah. It, and it's hard to do that, but I have to, and really it's to, to keep my sanity because I still have to pay the taxes every month. Yeah. I, you've got to keep up with your sales. You've got to see how they're tracking, how they're trending, where your expenses are with it. A lot of people cooking good barbecue is one thing, but you've got to have that business side. That's of right. It. That's right. You've got to. Yes. And I'm not saying I've got all of it, but but it's it's good to have an idea of of you want more pluses and minuses. Yeah. <laughs> so since you're a one man show, um, you keep your try to keep your menu small where you can manage it or. It well, is. It is. I, I run. I, I'm still. I'm cooking the three. I'm cooking pork, brisket, and chicken. That's, that's your main that's, proteins. That every day I'm going to have that. Now I'll fold in a special. I'll run some a rack of ribs as a special one day. I'll do. Uh, I did a, a brisket pork belly sandwich one day. I'll do a, a pork belly bacon lettuce tomato on white bread sandwich. I'll, I'll sprinkle great. in some. So it gives you. Specials. Yeah, that, that's what's great about it. it. Gives you time to work some of that in. Where people see that and they're like, man, it's more than just going to get in a pulled pork sandwich. No, it is. It is. And I'm trying to keep everything to as close to a one process since it's just me. I just want to have one circle around, take the money, go fix the food, come back, give them their, their money. And then that way I, I'm keep doing the circle every time. I wanted to do nacho. Oh, well, I do nachos every now and then. I'll do tacos every now and then. But the biggest seller I've got, I call it Mac and Q. I make homemade mac and cheese, cook it on the smoker, and then I'll put pork brisket or chicken, whatever they want on it with sauce. Oh, man, I bet that's good. It's, it flies. Yeah. And that's an easy scoop the mac. Scoop the mac, hit it with sauce, and away we go. Are you slicing uh, brisket like to order? And I, I will. I've, I've, got a, I've got one location I go to at Air Force Base that I have to have everything done before I go out there because it's – The volume? It's, it's on. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's busy on. out there. It's, <laughs> How long does it take you to sell out on what uh, Two hours I'm usually done, and I'll go through a case wow. of brisket. Wow. Just really? brisket. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll go through I'll go through six butts probably. Man, you're printing money there. It's, <laughs> I don't know about that. That's that's And usually that's a Thursday going into a competition, so I still have to go home and trim meat for the competition. And, uh, it's it's it, I sleep well at night. So, you, so you're doing the food truck three days? Are you venturing into, like, catering or special I, event cooking or something too? Or I try to cook. I try to open the, the trailer two days. It just – a, a lot for advertising. Uh, catering is is uh, everybody will tell you that's the way to go. Uh, and that's where you're you're finding out that that's, that's where you want to be. That's that's where I want to be. That's that's it, you know. Yeah, it's scheduled. You, it's guaranteed. It's 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 there. <laughs> it's there. And, and I mean, you can actually have some kind of work life balance too when you get know what's going to hit that week instead of you know setting up. Uh, what uh, what does your typical day look like? Do you go different places, different days? Do you I've have got, a set well, schedule like that? Right now, I'm just going to two different spots, so I've got it pretty well, pretty well lined up. Since we're heavy in the competition season, my week's pretty much planned out. Monday is Monday is usually the uh, the dead day. Uh, I'll either open Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on that. But I have to go get the meat, cook it the day before. I'm going to set up. And then we start the process. So it, it usually starts a day before. Yeah. So you're loading the pits overnight and letting it roll or in the, when it get, it's ready when you get up and get ready to pull it's, out. It's ready, and I put them in the warming cabinet, and we're ready to go. But the day, imagine the day before, you've got to buy all your supplies, all your forks, not napkins, things That's, like that. And, and it never fails. Uh, once I get to a location, I haven't brought my side containers. So <laughs> uh, what am I going to do here? And that's... 
that's where having a checklist and, and following it is good. But we, you know, those are all great in theory, but once you get into it, you just, you're trying to go by what you remember. So I've made them many a calls home said, Hey, can you bring me this, this, and this? So. Well, I was going to ask you what, um, what are, you know, what's some of the biggest pitfalls or troubles that you've had along the way so far? It's when, when you're setting up, uh, daily, it's, you never know if it's going to be a good day or a bad day or uh, rain is the main thing we got hit in the spring. Uh, and several, oh, yeah. several trucks shut down where I'm at. It just couldn't sustain that. Yeah. Uh, Cause weather, you, well, you got to think you're buying all that stuff, all your food, everything, the supplies. And then if, if the people don't come, what are you going to do with all that? That you've already got cooked. You've already got invested in it. You're, you're exactly right. I'm an amateur weather forecaster so that's going into your plan too you're watching the weather a week or so out to kind of see what days absolutely yeah. that's it, it, if it's 40 50 percent chance and i'm going somewhere it's nobody's going to come out for that so i i make the call as as early as i can and i'll post i'll post on on my uh, facebook and instagram where we're going to set up through the week and sprinkle in what we've done in competitions and that's going over really well yeah. i don't have a set schedule yeah, and i've moved yeah. locations a couple but couple people times. follow you because they, they get used to following you on social media I mean, that's social that's media is a big business media. driver it's, for it yeah it, it, you need to do that especially if you're in the mobile food market mm-hmm. you've, you've got to be connected and there's there's a couple of apps out there that i haven't jumped on yet i'm just letting it letting it ride with uh, instagram and facebook that's how i use to check it that's yeah. how most people do yeah. you know i don't have the food truck apps well you know that's and that's a great thing about catering you don't worry about that foot traffic. You already know how many covers you get. You need to cook for. You know how many people that they're going to have, and exactly it's a set. It's kind of a set menu deal. So, and you're getting paid a lot of times up front, regardless of what the weather did. That's and I, I do I do a disposable, and then I can do the full blown setup. But yeah, so you do drop off and like drop do, off. You can do a wedding if, if if they want it, we can do it. But uh, drop off is. I can get somebody to deliver something and drop it off. Uh, that's, that's easy. Uh, it's when, it's when you start having three at different times, s- yeah, times yeah, and spots day. in town and they're yeah. trying to keep everything warm. And, uh, that's when it gets a little challenging, but that's, that's what I was saying. I can get somebody to go somewhere else on the other side of town and drop that one off. But I, I, I think the largest one we've done is close to 400, 400 folks. And wow, that's that, a lot. It is. But Have it you is. done any hogs yet? No hogs, no hogs. Uh, Surprising, they, in Arkansas. You think they? Yeah, everybody wants there's, to do a there's, hog. There's not a lot of. There's not a lot of. A lot of. We've got a real good meat market there that does does a lot of hogs for presentations. They've done that. That's your good niche, uh, man. Dude, those yeah, little suckling pigs. I, I, I've got the. I've got the equipment to do yeah. it. That's for sure. I could put three or four of those on that double wide. Well, what's your competition like? I mean, that, and that's you know that's a big thing people don't think about. They decide they're gonna. Somebody's told them, you know, oh, we love your barbecue. You ought to start selling it. Jump right in. You don't even look at things like your competition. I mean, right. in your area, what's it like? Well, there, there's a there's a few chains that are there that are there, and there's a couple of uh, of Memphis and May champs that are there, good friends. So uh, you're, you're the Little Rock market, Little pretty Rock. much. It's that's so yeah. you so that just gives people the scale of what size. I mean, it's a good size right. town. Yeah. I, I think it's about three hundred thousand yeah. is what yeah. the, the MSA is. And going back to my old roots, knowing knowing what uh, marketing service area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's a big, small town. It is. Yeah. It is. You can fly in and out. Yeah. You need to go wherever you want to. But word of mouth travels pretty quick. So you want to have a good, you want to have a good base to, to go from. But there's not a lot of smaller food truck type barbecue places, uh, that, I, that I've seen around there, but barbecue subjective. I mean, everybody, everybody has, has their own opinion. If you need six sauces or one sauce and I'm running <laughs> one sauce on my trailer, yeah. uh, that's, I'd like to run two or three, but it goes back to it's me. Yeah. I want one one process. I don't want to sit here and talk to somebody. I, I try to get an order out between a minute and a half and two minutes. So I want I want That's to good run, service, it, run, yeah. it, run it quick. Well, have you noticed that you doing a lot of the competitions and being successful in the competition side of the side has transferred over to giving you some notoriety around you know your area and with the food truck? It, it helps, and I think a lot of my regular customers they they like to keep up. With well, where'd you go this weekend? Yeah. You know, what'd you what'd you do here? And it, and then they start They're little cheerleaders, kind yeah, of. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then they look start looking back on oh, well, you've you've gone. I'm not big on on putting past accomplishments, advertising them too much, but but on my trailer, I do list a few of them where we've won, what we've done at the Royal, what we've done at the Jack, and 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 things like that. And that, it says Championship Barbecue because that's that's part of the advertising. Yeah, you oh, yeah. get that out there. Uh, so, so they see that and, and pulled in and said, okay, let you be the judge. Go for That's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's working for you. That's what it great is. Thing it is. is. It is. We're, we're, yeah. we're liking it. We're liking it. Well, how have your, have you noticed your sales ticking up and, and getting better over time and every time? Or? They are, they are. Word of mouth helps, uh, and, and just being available to them. There's a lot, I mean, there's pluses and minuses of a brick and mortar, and that's that's probably going to be our next step. But I don't think it's going to be a full blown brick and mortar. I say that, and it'll turn into a full blown brick and mortar. <laughs> well, I know you do you you do classes too. You've mentioned you know doing selling your rubs and stuff retail. I'm sure you got some merch, and then if you're going to you know do the keep the catering going. All of a sudden, you've got a big business that yeah. you're putting together. I mean, that's, that's you never know where it can go. Pieces there, yeah. Just yeah. building a brand, build a brand, different lines of business. Do you see it go in restaurant one day or more towards this other service type barbecue business? It's still up for grab. I, 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 of course, I'd like to do. I'd like to be like a, a an exclusive caterer. Yeah, but we can show you talents, right? Well, more, but, more pit mastery types, you but. Know? Also, there's where I'm at. There's not a lot of there's especially the one town I set up in. There's no barbecue, brick and mortar restaurants. So there's an opportunity there for that mm-hmm. as well. But we'll see. Do you, you know. sell your rubs on your on your truck? I, one location I, I set up at out at the, the Air Force Base. I do uh, at, at, where I set up during the week. Sometimes it's. There's been this big push uh, farm to table, so it's like a smaller little farmer's market. They 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 stock my rub, and then I, I put the sauce in some uh, jars, and they sell some of that in there, so I don't yeah. have to go through the whole FDA thing and, right, right. and all that. So they, they provide that. And then I also smoke cheese. Kind of cottage. Yeah, it's, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Right. It's not a full-blown farmer's market, but they're bringing in fresh fruits and yeah. produce and everything else. I mean, we see carry. a lot of that. I mean, even our yeah. little town has, you know, has a one around the square where people set up and sell their wares like that. And that's a great way to get your name out there. It is. Cause yeah. you got to start, I thought to me, you got to start local community. That's, I mean, that's where you start and wherever it goes from there, you never know. That's, but that, when, once you do it right at home, 
I mean, that, that's you know, that's that's the beginning and how you how you do a successful business. Oh, that's that's where we're at. I mean, the brand is is known where we're at. So, with us coming out with these lines, I think we've done it about a month. We've had them out, so it's just now starting to starting to take off a little bit. So you do cheese? What was I do? Uh, it's, do you only do that around the holidays, or do you do it year round? I, I cold smoke it. So uh, yeah. I, I wait until we get that first breath of, of cold air and <laughs> yeah. then i hope it's coming it's i'm, I'm right there with you i'm right there with you that's it and a lot, a lot of the a lot of my customers are sales reps or sales guys so they'll they'll give them a bottle of wine with a block of the smoked cheese for their their holiday or, yeah. or so that's 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 another yeah you got to have multiple avenues <laughs> right 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 and and I totally was wiped out this year with some of those cottage industries they they bought me out because it was flying that's great flying off and it's good that's uh yeah. how do you package it i have a uh, uh, vacuum seal it yeah and just let it put age a sticker yeah put a sticker on it yep. and that's that's it but it's it's good it's stuff. good stuff yeah. I, yeah some of the best pimento cheese make with some smoke mm-hmm. uh, cold smoke uh, oh man yeah I love it. Sausage. You couldn't do it today, though. It no. Just melt. <laughs> and I, I thought about because uh, we've got the demand. Yeah. Uh, and I thought about it, but that would just mold once it got all this humidity in it yeah. and vacuum sealed it. So no, it's a cold. Which that kind of adds to it too. I mean, yes, yeah, so people can't get it year round, right? They're looking for it when it comes yeah. time. Yeah. Increase the demand. Um, so has it stopped you from competing? It's getting close. Yeah. It's getting close. Or slowed you down, I guess. It's, the, the fire's still there, but but honestly, it's it's there comes a point in time when you've got to figure out yes or no. Uh, I've done, like I said, coming up on two hundred, and it it for a while it was averaging thirty contests yeah. a year. Uh, I, this year, I'll probably be close to twenty five or twenty six. But I took off last year uh, for for some of them, but. It's it's tougher when when you got a when you got that pork butt there and you know you're going to get paid when it goes out the window yeah. compared to <laughs> sitting there when they start counting down ten it's through a one. Guaranteed <laughs> grand for setting up for two hours at a lunch. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's true. You just have somebody to bring you a trophy, so you <laughs> a check. I'll yeah, take you the check. take the. I'm with you. I'd rather have that check than that hardware. Well, if Go you ahead. had to say, Go ahead. well, I had I had one more question I wanted to ask yeah. you. And it was just, <clears throat> if someone was really wanting to get into food truck, you know, they're serious about that's it. That's the question I was going to ask. Oh, was it really? <laughs> what's, what's the, well, I mean, he may have more than one, but what's the yeah. one thing or two things that, you know, that you would tell and give them some advice out there? For, uh, I, we get a ton of questions about I people. people all the time yeah. saying, I'm looking to start up a food truck. I, I think that should be your class. You should give a class on how to start up a food yeah, truck. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. We're still, <laughs> we're still a little. We're but, still a little new on it. So, I mean, what, I mean, what do you wish? What are so maybe I should have rephrased it. What do you wish you would have known before I, you started? You've got to definitely have a plan, and you've got to factor in. You know that that two cent fork goes straight to your bottom line. I mean, you've got to make a profit on it. Uh, that should be number one. You have to build out your menu. Before before you get the trailer, before you get everything else, you've got to know what it's going to cost you to get into it. If not, you're setting yourself up to fail. What's keeping me from going brick and mortar is I don't want to pay a lease. I, I don't want to add the employees. So that's that's my, that's that's my knock on it. But the very first step is you've got to factor in what your what your charcoal cost is going to be, what your gas is going to be if you're running an old hickory. 
your time. Your time. You've got to buy a generator that's going to run it. it you've got to have you've got to have a good business plan to go into it. Uh, if you don't do that, selling barbecue and or any any type of uh, we've got a guy where I'm at. He's it's it's a biscuit truck, which I mean he did the same thing. He he came up with a business plan. He's very successful doing it. You've got to have account for every penny that's there before you before you even open the window. In my opinion, so. yeah, that's solid advice. Get that plan together. That's that's it's tough if you don't. I watched uh, Barry Sorkin. He's from Chicago. He has a very successful rest- restaurant called Smoke, and he gave a presentation on how he opened his business. And he spent over a year just working on his business plan. And he says that that's why he was so successful. And, and if you don't have uh, my background, I did that. I built out basically business plans for. IT companies yeah, and I think we would had a similar background. Yeah. Uh, how much our resources going to cost when you bring them in and what's your cost going to be? And then what's the margin going to be for the company? So I, I had that. I've got, that's why I've got spreadsheets everywhere. If you don't have that, find somebody that can help you with it, that you trust, uh, just setting up and, and selling. You're going to be, you're going to be a King one day and you're going to be begging the next. If you do that, uh, it's a gamble. It is. Yeah, it really is. And a grind. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a grind. So We've done a few. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we, we've dabbled in it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. Ain't a lie. It's a lot of work. We and, did it enough to know that we didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're trading your time for that, that money you're making sure. that day, and you've got to be at – you're not going to make anything sitting at the house. No. you got to be out there, and you got to be willing to put that in mm-hmm. on it. and. You can make it. I mean, you can be successful. It's good money. You're making it yourself. I mean, you, you know, you, you call the shots, you call the hours, the locations, the whole nine yards. But when the bottom line comes down to it, you're not going to make any money unless you're out there doing it. Exactly. So, exactly. That's, I don't care how good a cook you are or, or what. You know, you got to get out there and do it. And luckily it lined up for me. Like I said, daughter went off to college, helped with my parents do some stuff. Career changed. Time was right. Just – Oh, well, you're still out, still out. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm in there. I'm doing it. <laughs> no, that, but uh, I respect you for it, man. Oh, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Appreciate, I appreciate you coming that. on, Shell. Do you have any any more business talk that we well, we got, Eric? Here we can we can twist his arm. I want to talk about the American Royal real quick. Okay, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So that's this weekend, American Royal. What is the American Royal? Oh, Eric tells. He's going. Yeah. How would you describe the it's, American Royal? I, I I think it's the biggest reunion for barbecue folks. Well, there That's is. A good way to put it. Uh, it's everybody. Well, almost every the the invitational, the, which is the first day, you have to win a grand champion to to cook in that. They'll have between 180 less or more, a couple of 10 or 20 or so. The second day, which is the open contest, they'll have 500 up to 900. I don't know how many they've got this year, but it's it's strictly is that it's a it's open contest this anybody is anybody can go cook anybody it. anybody can cook it they have the big parties friday night the fireworks i know y'all have been mm-hmm. to it we Two were there times, with y'all yeah. one year the fireworks are great it's a party it's a party friday night that's for sure they come out with the bands i don't know if it's memphis and may quality style it's the biggest barbecue contest i've ever been to been yeah. a part of it's um, it's as big of a party as memphis and may it's just different i guess it's I'd yeah say. I think because you're so spread out, you're scattered with serious people, little, you know, back people that are cooking on Weber Smoky Mountains or drums, and then you got people that have got these monster spots that's fully catered and got full bands. <laughs> and so it's a different kind of contest. It really is. It takes up the whole infield at Kansas Speedway now. 
So, I mean, that's just the scale of it. If you can imagine a big NASCAR track, they've got it full, all that whole infield full of barbecue teams. It's, it's really incredible if you've never seen it. it it's, it's the place to be this weekend as far yeah. as you know, for competition barbecue. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's why this is our fourth year doing it. Uh, I've missed a couple years in there, but I, I like it. I'll, I'll just me personally, I'll cook the invitation and the open. Mm-hmm. It'd be tough to go cook the open because you've got 600 teams there, but I'll probably keep doing it now. They start giving you little banners for, for five year, 10 year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and we've That's got good. a good spot now where we're at. Uh, well, they let you keep the same spot over and over like Memphis. I, you've got first right yeah. refusal when it comes in. So well, That's good. Good. that is good. I don't know. I know they're building a, a new complex. I don't know if they're talking every year. It seems like they're talking about moving it yeah. somewhere else, but they've got a good thing going right now. I loved it when I it was down in the old kind of, yeah. Stockyards area, Kansas get, City down. That was awesome. Down get your there. feet dirty. Got to get Man. your feet dirty. Walk yeah. on that. On I that loved dirt. it. I, I mean, it was just. It felt like the American Royal, and we've done. You know, we've done it, Kansas Speedway, and it's cool. It's a spec. You know, it's huge. Right. But it just felt. It felt more like what I thought the Royal was when we were in its original location. I think they're doing right. a contest down there now. Are they? Called yeah. the Bottoms or something. I think really? somebody somebody started that. That's a cool spot. It is. It is. It is. The first year we went to the Royal, um, we did not get a hotel room. <laughs> we stayed out there. Yeah, we camp. got a Portageon and we were in our trailer. We but rented, we didn't have a shower. Did we rent one of those 1-800 RVs? They had showers there. Remember Lambert told us? Yeah. They got some really great Martin showers Lambert there. Lambert was like, don't worry about it. They've got the best showers there. Don't even – have you seen the showers how, How'd that there? work out? Oh, yeah. No, that's what I was going to say. How'd that work out for you? It was a room with some spigots sticking out the top. Uh, Old-time football <laughs> showers. Yes. And- I, I thought in. they washed the cows in there. I don't know. <laughs> Malcolm's like, this, this isn't it. This can't be oh, it. <laughs> so we didn't take shower until. I had a problem. You kicked over my water. Uh-oh. But. We'll clean it up. So, yeah, that. luckily we had somebody come in town that had a hotel room. So we got to, we we to, got to go there shower. and take one shower over the course of the weekend. <laughs> But it was cold, so it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like you're hot and sweaty. Yeah. I, I think I was there. That'd be year. rough right now. He couldn't make it. <laughs> no. uh, the weather's supposed to be nice this weekend. I looked at it. Looked at it the, oh, again. Really? Yeah. Amateur meteorologist, so I'm always looking at the weather. And it's. I think it's supposed to rain Thursday, but then Friday and Saturday is going to be nice, nice, nice. Not too hot. No. That's great. No, especially on that concrete, you don't want it. I, I've been lucky. One year we went it uh, the first day was real nice and then the second day at yeah, typical kansas mm-hmm. it switched and the wind came in and well, that's what it was we were there we yeah did, it started we didn't bring sleeves and then yeah. we were scrambling to buy american royal hoodies and <laughs> sweatshirts <laughs> and all that because you were freezing to death and I, the wind was I think i was there that year and i left yeah. and went to a store to buy some pants because yeah. i didn't have oh, yeah, any it was long pants that's what we were we were in shorts i brought a hoodie <laughs> yeah. uh, it was cold but it's always fun i it mean is. that's a fun contest yeah. you see everybody Everybody's there. We're gonna give it a run. We're gonna see it. That's that's one I've been close, real close. Yeah. Uh, Try to get you so a crown. That's I want a crown. <laughs> and, 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 I think you've got a pretty good chance. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna get some of this luck, some of this killer hog. Well, there you go, killer hog. How to barbecue? You're right. Luck. Be careful. Maybe not. It but. might hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. 
<laughs> well, we're going to wish you luck well, this weekend. I'll take I'm it. I'm pulling for I'll you. I'll put some up for you. I appreciate it. I, appreciate I mean, it. how many does Darren need to win? You know? Well, he handles it well. <laughs> and, and he's feeding everybody Thursday. He, he really? makes the oh, really? pork to the yeah. pork tender loins. Yeah. yeah, there'll be a line around the corner for that uh, onion rings. I think it's expanding now to Wisconsin cheese curds. And yeah. It's it's. It's they got a fryer for that. They've, for they've the got man. the full blown setup, yeah. and, and a lot of the teams help uh, help with the cooking and everything else. It's it's good times. It's good time, and then there'll be uh, somebody will have a sausage night, and then uh, it's just one after the other. Eat, eat, eat. Yeah. No and drinking at no all. No drinking. Yeah. No drinking at all. <laughs> there won't be anything. Dry county. No. I don't think. <laughs> Is it a dry county? No, surely I'm, not. No, I went to I, a nice drag. Yeah. yeah. There's no telling how much beers consumed there. Uh, Two be Sundays a, out of the year at least. You'd have about 15 teams there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked it there at the Speedway because there's so much else to do, you know. Because you get there on Wednesday, you need a good place to go. And there's corporate parties going on, yeah. and, and you can get all the propaganda. That, yeah. that you can carry. I think oh, yeah. research comes so in. The yeah, yeah, my first year, I'm like, yeah, and the then tubs of I'm salad. like, where am I going to put this? I don't have any coolers. <laughs> that was one year we didn't have anything to eat. We just had plastic spoons and tubs of potato salad. We were sharing, <laughs> and they give you a huge a bag or two yeah. full. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, One year, Waylon got all that he could get. All the potato and salad. It back home. <laughs> he had a cooler what full are you of potato do salad. With this? Eat it. <laughs> Love the potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> you tried it. <laughs> it's good when you get in the deep two days. <laughs> it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> well, that's our time today. All right. Well, man, we appreciate you coming and hanging out with us and sharing your chicken recipe on the yes, video. Thank you so much for spending coming. Spending some time on the podcast. Um, tell everybody where they can find you on social media First, to see where you're set up and your season. I've got three of them. Uh, we've got the pork rub, which I've used it on steak and beef and burgers. It's it's just a good it, it's a good balanced uh, good balanced rub that we've got out out there, and and the chicken rub as well. I know how to barbecue right. You guys we've got are the chicken it. rub and the pork rub. We hadn't got no. the all purpose yet. But well, we can is take that the brand of, new one? We can take the care SOB. of that real quick. <laughs> I tried that one over at the steak contest at Shane's. That was, I like it. It's, it's it, it turned out well, you've got to like garlic. It's got yeah. a good garlic hint to it. I do. It, but yeah. uh, it, it, it turned out right. Yeah, it's SOB PG version. <laughs> I, I just had to hang up on the SOB part of that. But but yeah, I'm on I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. FireDancerBBQ.com. Got the website. Yeah, go out, check us out, follow us, follow along. Look find us up the, if you're in Central Arkansas. Find the come, eat, yeah. come eat with us. Or call me for one of your office get togethers or parties or whatever. We'll Where do you it. Go? And come see you at the Royal. If you can find me at the Royal, I'll get in pretty quick. <laughs> then I'll start roaming around okay. a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And that's what I'm, I'm under a tent. So if I'm there, you'll see me. Well, there you yeah. go. Michelle, where can they find us? If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's how to BBQ right at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram. Hey, we appreciate y'all checking us out today, and we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>